Bill O'Reilly here, Monday, August 2nd, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. New data shows the COVID vaccine is effective against the Delta variant. Protesters in Europe riot over new shutdown rules. Vice President Harris unveiling her plan to solve illegal immigration. The MyPillow guy pulling his ads from Fox News. A study finds Disney's princess culture not toxic for young girls. Also ahead, the COVID panic. But first, statistics released by the CDC showing the COVID vaccines are still incredibly successful in preventing the disease. Of 164 million vaccinated Americans, 125,000 people have contracted the virus of those vaccinated. That's very small. And just 0.001% have died. That's essentially no one. While breakthrough cases garner most of the media's attention, the pandemic remains mostly a problem for the unvaccinated. Thousands in France and Germany marching to protest new COVID shutdown rules over there. Rioters in Paris attack police at fire, smash windows after the government rolled out an official vaccine passport. Vice President Harris releasing an 18-page report on illegal immigration. The document describes the five pillar approaches to prevent the root causes of the chaos. The pillars include fighting economic insecurity in that region, fighting corruption down there, promoting human rights, preventing violence, combating sexual abuse in the region. Of course, a magic wand would be needed to solve those problems, and I guess the vice president has one. My pillow guy, Mike Lindell, pulling his ass from Fox News after the channel refused to run a commercial that questioned the 2020 election. Mr. Lindell spends about $50 million a year in advertising. Scientific study in the journal Child Development shows Disney's so-called princess culture as a positive impact on young girls. Whoa, that's not going to be accepted by the woke people. Experts initially believe the damsel in distress stereotype reduced self-esteem. The data now shows girls who enjoy princess culture are happier. Well, good. In a moment, COVID chaos and Joe Biden. Right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings, against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 
877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Here's to your health. There are so many things going on with the COVID resurgence. It is impossible for Americans to make sense of the problem. With the deconstruction of Dr. Anthony Fauci, there is no longer a trusted medical authority disseminating information to the public. CNN may still love Fauci, but few others believe anything he says. So we are left with a symbolic Tower of Babel, a public discourse that is chaotic and even dangerous. President Biden is at fault, of course. He is incapable of leading a divided nation in any direction. His verbal skills are non-existent, repetition of words cartoonish, and his problem-solving abilities mirror that of Ms. Ocasio-Cortez, approximately zero. Now, Mr. Biden was extremely fortunate to inherit a miraculous vaccination from the Trump administration. At first, the new president and his crew were successful in rolling out the vax nationwide. If you wanted the protection, it was available free at a pharmacy near you. The developing problem is some citizens will not take the vax. Plenty of fear. Also, millions of foreign nationals are flooding across the southern border. Many, if not most, are not vaccinated. President Biden has no strategy to stop the border madness and little ability to persuade anti-vaxxers. Therefore, when yet another strain of COVID gathered strength, the federal government had no coherent response. The result? A foolish and destructive panic that we are seeing now. There are two primary groups that will not cooperate in fighting COVID. Skeptics in the conservative arena and African-Americans. Surveys say about half of black Americans remain unvaxxed, and resistance in right-wing precincts is hovering about 30%. Both groups have rare common ground. They do not trust the government. The corrupt media adds to the danger by irresponsible analysis, especially on television. The liberal networks refuse to criticize African Americans, and the conservative outlets downplay resistance on the right. Once again, these corporate media companies and their mouthpieces are in business solely to make money. They could not care less whether somebody dies of COVID. In the end, President Biden will pay a huge price for his poor leadership regarding the virus. His latest attempt to bribe people to get vax using taxpayer money is insulting. Voters will remember how weak and befuddled Mr. Biden is on this very personal issue. Most Americans don't want to wear masks and are horrified that their children may again be forced to wear them in school. There is always a tipping point in any presidential term. For LBJ, it was Vietnam, Nixon, Watergate, Carter, gas lines. If Joe Biden can regain leadership credibility after the COVID redo, I will be shocked. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. For more honest news analysis, please go to BillOReilly.com and please check out my book, Killing the Mob. you like it. In a moment, something you might not know. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. The United States of America celebrated its 245th birthday this year, commemorating the signing of the Declaration of Independence on July 4, 1776. While the date is a major milestone in the history of our democracy, the story behind the document actually goes further back. Here's how America's Declaration came to pass. Throughout the late 18th century, the North American colonists found themselves increasingly angry with the British crown. The beef back then still bothers millions of Americans today. High taxation. Protests failed to influence the king, who closed the port of Boston to punish the dissenters. Then the king imposed martial law, Beginning in April 1775, armed conflict broke out between bands of American patriots and British soldiers. In his message to Parliament in October, King George III railed against the rebellious colonies and ordered the enlargement of the Royal Navy. The monarch would send his fleet to patrol the east coast of America and intimidate the rebelling colonists. News of the king's decision reached the rebels in January 1776. So the rebels took action, and many who supported the king became frightened. They were called Tories. So conflict broke out between Americans, rebels versus Tories. By the following summer of 76, the movement for independence from Britain had gone out of control, and delegates of the Continental Congress were faced with a vote. In June 1776, five-man committee, including Thomas Jefferson, John Adams, Benjamin Franklin, was tasked with drafting a formal statement to the king. The Congress officially adopted the Declaration of Independence, written mostly by Thomas Jefferson, in Philadelphia on July 4th. And here's something else you might not know. Founding Father John Adams actually died on the 4th of July, 1826, at the age of 90, exactly 50 years after the Declaration of Independence was signed. His final words, Thomas Jefferson still survives. He was wrong. Jefferson had died in Virginia just five hours earlier. Back after this. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.